I'm Scott McIntyre. And I'm Christina McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in the midst of every circumstance. Has someone ever told you something, and although you trust them and really want to believe them, you hold back until you see it for yourself? Well, for me, that happens every day. I don't see much. (laughs) This time we live in where everything is so visual, we have the world at our fingertips and can record everything and play it back. So often we can see a lot of what happens around the world, but it obviously hasn't always been that way. And people used to have to take another's word for something. And that's not easy. When we hear the phrase doubting Thomas, no doubt a number of things come to mind. And most of them probably aren't good. It could refer to someone who's skeptical or even cynical. The phrase doesn't appear in the Bible, but it comes from this story in the Gospel of John, chapter 20. Following his resurrection, Jesus appears to the disciples as they had barricaded themselves into a home. He shows them his pierced hands and the place where a sword had pierced his side while he was hanging on the cross. Then he breathes on them and they receive the Holy Spirit. But Thomas, one of the 12 disciples, wasn't there. He didn't witness this appearance of Jesus. When he rejoined them, they told him they'd seen Jesus, but he found it hard to believe. Hence the term, doubting Thomas. Here's his response, starting in verse 25. Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and place my finger into the marks of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. I think Thomas may get a bad rap. I'm not sure if I would have taken my friend's word for something so unusual or if I would have had my own doubts. The story continues. And Jesus doesn't scold Thomas or seem to take offense at Thomas's questioning. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. It's a pivotal point in their relationship. And it's also where we find the idea for this other familiar phrase, seeing is believing. As a blind person, that phrase doesn't really work out that well for me. (laughs) In all seriousness, though, Jesus is calling you and me, those who have not seen him resurrected in the flesh, to believe. So I love to flip that phrase around. And instead of saying seeing is believing, I like to say believing is seeing. When we come to a saving belief in Jesus, we begin to see so much of life in a new way. In Ephesians chapter 1, Paul writes to the church there in Ephesus, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe. And it goes on. Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, believing is seeing. The hope to which he called you, it's seeing your glorious inheritance as a child of God. And it's seeing the immeasurable greatness of his power at work in the lives of us as believers. Disobedience, discouragement, broken relationships. These are some of the things that can dim our view. But God wants us to see the world through the wide-eyed wonder of childlike faith, to recognize what he has done and is doing in our lives. 
in the church and in the world. He wants us to live in the context of the enduring hope we have in him. Believing is what makes that possible. It's okay to be a doubting Thomas if that questioning leads you to faith in Jesus. For Thomas, seeing was believing, but Jesus praises those who have come to believe in him without seeing him, without touching the scars of his crucifixion. In fact, he blesses us. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Live in that blessing today. You can get in touch with us on scottmcintyre.com. We would love to hear how God is encouraging you right now.